it's been a while, Adam. Some would say that. Yeah. We we're back. You know, when we first started this, we went like, oh my gosh, a year and a half, two years without missing a week. Not yeah. And then like occasionally we would miss a week or two here and there, nothing big. Well, it, it devolved into like, you know, like I'm gonna be on vacation or I need to have this Saturday off. Like let's let's do like an extra episode. And then I was I it was mainly me I think I was kind of like I don't know if we should do a next episode because I don't have a lot to talk about and it's going to be a piss poor episode and I'd rather not do an episode than put out a bad episode and then we just kind of like eventually were like yeah like we just won't do an episode so we skipped it and then once it's like missing the gym it's like you go into the gym on a regular basis you miss it one time it's a spiral effect yeah so we missed a few weeks. It's been probably over a month since we recorded. Yeah, it's been a while. That's not like us. No. No. One of those, the first the first time we skipped was your fault. You went on vacation. I was on vacation. Yes, yes. yes. And I stayed here at your house for the duration of your vacation. How'd that go? It was pretty relaxing. I slept on your couch, and that is so uncomfortable. But besides that... Which one? The leather one. Oh, that's your mistake. That couch is uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I figured that out. other couch is better. I figured that out. Um, but it was relaxing n- nonetheless. And then, after you came back, um, I believe I was the one that canceled on us because I went to the Stoneboro Fair. Oh, the Stoneboro Fair. The, the, what they call the Great Stoneboro Fair. Yeah. I went to the Stoneboro Fair and... Stoneboro? Stoneboro. 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 No, it's... B-O-R-O. It's not Stone Boro, Bora. it's Burrow. If it was Burrow, it'd be B-U-R-R-O-W. That's Burrow. I'm pretty sure it's Stoneboro. I mean... Stoneboro. Okay. Yeah. You're saying it weird. Stoneboro. You're, you're saying it funny, and that's weird. Okay. Well, that's how I say it, so suck a dick. Um, no, I went to Stoneboro Fair, and it was okay... It had it was busy as fuck when I went. It was a Saturday night. It was busy as hell. I had to park down by the school and take a shuttle bus up to the damn fairgrounds just to get in there. And it was crowded as hell. But I got this thing where I get headaches all the time. And all the rides we went on, all like the spinning and the back and forth, like when I left there, my head was splitting. Like it was ready to explode. So I had to cancel on you. Um, yeah, and so we pushed it a week and then you canceled the following week because you were dead sick oh i was i was very sick i'm still not 100 percent. so uh to the listeners out there if you hear me coughing hopefully adam can edit most of the coughs out but i can do that as long as you don't cough in the middle of talking uh yes so you might catch a little bit so i apologize ahead of time i'm just getting over being sick that sucked yeah i thought it was allergies i've never had allergies my whole life my wife, Kristen, has really, really bad allergies, and she takes medicine all year, and occasionally I get seasonal stuff, but lately, they say every seven years your allergies change, and I think that's true for my case, because I think I have them really, really bad now. So that's what I thought it was, but it just wouldn't go away, so I think it might have been a virus, but nobody wants to hear about my illnesses, so I'm okay now. I think I might be allergic to my headache medicine. I think I might have gr- I might have uh, developed an aller- allergic reaction to it because oh. I've noticed every time I take it lately, almost every time when I swallow the pill, my throat tightens up a little bit and I get a stomach ache. So I think Monday I'm going to call my doctor and be like, yo, something's not right in, you know, the great house of Silvis. So, 
So we missed a while. I guess you could call that our mid-season break. Yeah, I, so I, I'd like to call it that. We are back with season two of For Your Distraction. <laughs> season two. Yes, season one was what, 125 episodes, something like that. A few more sprinkled in there. Yeah, some specials. So, so like, every th- three years, I think we're going to do, like, a new season. Yeah, so, so. so welcome to season two. Thanks for thanks for sticking around. Um we haven't done a beer of the show in a long, mm. long time. No, absolutely not. So I think for season two, we've got to revive something, okay. revive an old habit. So we have a beer of the show, and a little, I want to get into a little story about this beer later. But first, we're going to talk about the beer. We are drinking tonight, Adam, the Hop Regime India Pale Ale from the Fegley's Brew Works. I think that's how you say it, Fegley's. Yeah. F-E-G-L-E-Y apostrophe S. Yeah. Fegley's Brewworks. I went to this brewery. Um, there's two breweries. One in Allentown, Pennsylvania. The other in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I was in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. A uh, very good friend of both of ours who's been on the show before. Jack Deloney. The younger brother of regular guest on the show, Mike Deloney. Jack Deloney, Mike's younger brother, got married. Congratulations. Yes. I, didn't, I didn't get the invite. Well, I it must did. have got lost in the mail. Well, that's, I did. That's, it, it's, it has to be that. It, it must, must be, be that. So anyway, I'll, I'll, you can live vicariously through me because later I'm going to talk a little bit about the wedding. It was a lot of fun. So I went to this brewery, which was in Bethlehem, and I picked up this beer. And I know it's an IPA, and I know when we first started doing this show three and a half years ago, you hated IPAs. Yeah, I hated IPAs. And, and now, I, I, you still say you don't really like them. If you're going to go to the bar and spend your money, you're not going to buy no. an IPA to drink. No. But you said you've kind of developed a little bit more of a taste for IPAs. I would say a tolerance, a tolerance for IPAs. Okay. It's not a taste for them. Like this IPA, I can tell that it is a good IPA. I'd like to, maybe you could be a better judge of it. I think it's a good IPA. It's not something I would drink. It's way too mm-hmm. hoppy for me. Uh, I'm going to casually drink one of these, maybe one more. Um, but yeah, this is a decent IPA. I'd say it doesn't seem like there's a real wow factor in here. In fact, I think this is like one of the, this, the bitterness is a little light compared to some of the other IPAs. That's, that's what I would say. Um, if you like IPAs, I definitely recommend it. Like, I don't have anything special to say about it. There's no amazing taste there's no unique flavor to it just tastes like a regular ipa to me right right so i i'm i'm still gonna stick with my rating the beer and i'm going to give it a 4.25 out of five so i was right it's a it would be considered it's a good, good IPA. i like ipas okay. a lot i always have um this one probably gets a little bit of extra points from me because i did like this brewery a lot it was fun had a good time there they had a blueberry beer that was so good. It was I drank it the whole weekend. I wanted to get it and bring it here, but they didn't have it in bottles. You could only get it in a growler, which was more expensive that way. So yeah. I didn't do it. So I got this instead. It was actually on special, so that's why we're drinking it. So that's the Hop Regime from the Fegley's Brew Works. Good job. And I'll, I'll talk more about this later, Adam. Talk more about it later. So, what's been going on since we've been gone? Um, I'm back in school. Back in school. Adam talks about school. 
Yep. I'm back in school. I haven't um, done that in a while. That felt good. Yeah. All right. It's new semester starts. I'm back in school. How's it going? Um, It's going all right. I've, I've got a lighter load than I have had for the past year so because i got to really focus on my computer science. i got to really focus on it. That's going pretty well so far. I don't like French that much. I'm getting a little tired of that. Really sick of this it. This is your last semester of French, correct? If I can pass it, yes. It's gonna be it's gonna be a little more difficult, I think, for me this semester because it's more about the grammar and writing and speaking sentences and less about like you know definitions and things like that. So Shit, I can't even do that with the English language. I am garbage. <laughs> like, do you remember in high school when you take your, took your English classes and you learned about? Defining the structure of a sentence, like the noun, the verb, the pronoun, adjective, adverb, like diagramming articles. a yeah. sentence yeah. in like middle school, junior yeah. high, yeah, 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 like I hated that shit. Yeah, the yeah the yeah I I hated doing that shit, and I I could never do it. I could never ever do it, and that's kind of what we're learning in French. So if I couldn't do it in my native language, how the fuck am I going to do it in French? It, so it's going to be interesting i guess i will say the professor in this class really cool guy not that i didn't like the last professor but Mm -hmm. this professor seems like a little more laid back and a little more like jokey i guess more of a sense of humor i suppose likes to have more fun with it so you know it's going it's going fairly well so far i guess i would say good good so what's been new with uh you well you talked about it in the beginning of the show i went on vacation uh that was a lot of fun you house sat for me while i was gone i appreciate that yes sir i went to myrtle beach south carolina how was that it was good it was fun it was nice we went for a week it's a new place we normally my family we normally go to southern north carolina a place called holden beach it's a real small island on the beach that's where we always go and it's only like 45 minutes north of myrtle beach so every year we like would drive down and spend one day at Myrtle Beach. Well, this year, the prices of the houses in uh, Holden Beach were just too much money. It was like three grand a week Jesus. for like a small house, three roads off of the beach without a pool. But then you go to Myrtle Beach, where it's more of a touristy area, and we stayed at a condo, which had like a lazy river three swimming pools, two hot tubs right on the beach. And it was like 1700 for the week. So it's obviously a better deal. So that's what we did. So we stayed at a new place, just kind of the same area where we usually go. And it was, it was a lot of fun. My family was there. My kids were there. It was a, it was a wholesome family vacation. I would hope your kids were there. Yeah, it was a whole, well, it wasn't like an adult getaway or anything. Some people do that. Not me. Um, it's actually right now. The area where we were is getting pounded by a hurricane right now. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, Hurricane Florence is really doing a number on the place where we just were. So uh, everybody there is in our thoughts and prayers for sure. Stay safe. But we're fortunate that we happened to go there in August instead of September. So Yeah. So my vacation was good. Um, I had a wedding. I went to Jack Deloney's wedding, as I mentioned. Yeah. It was great. It was fun. Like I said, it was in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, which is the other side of the state from where we live. It's out east, near Philadelphia. Yeah, I got a question. Yeah. So I, I saw some of the picture from the wedding. Mm-hmm. It looked like a nice wedding. You know, it looked like you had fun. Sidetrack, side note, let's let's do, do take a pit stop for a second. 
What is the deal with mustaches today? So the well, mustaches were a thing. But the thing is, like, you're going to say, like, the Deloney and stuff like that, but it's not just the Deloney's. Like, I'm seeing mustaches everywhere. Are you? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing not just the Deloney's rocking the mustache. I'm seeing uh, people, like, on some of the U- YouTube shows that I watch. There's a couple people in there that rock the mustache now. Some podcasts I listen to, they're rocking mustaches right now. What's the fucking deal with mustaches right now? Like, it, like we're talking, like, 80s porn mustache. Um, I don't see that. I- I'm not calling you a liar by any means. Uh, I don't see too many mustaches, like 1980s and early 1990s mustaches when they were in style and you saw them everywhere. I don't walk around town and see, like, middle-aged men with mustaches anymore like I used to. But I will say I have a couple friends who are big-time hipsters, and they keep mustaches. But they do the whole beard wax and everything. Man. Really? They- yeah. But other than them, I don't see it as being a thing. It probably could be a fad that comes back around. But you're referring to the mustache yeah. pictures. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about that. Yeah. I had a mustache, too. Did you really? I did. I did. The entire groomsman. I wasn't a groomsman. But all the groomsmen had mustaches. Me and a couple other real close friends, we, we had mustaches for the rehearsal dinner the night before. And it's because Jack Deloney has a mustache. And he loves it. He thinks it's great. I think it's a little bit silly, but he loves his mustache. So his request and his wife said, you're shaving your mustache for the wedding. He said, "Okay, but I'm going to have it for the rehearsal. And he requested that all of his groomsmen have them for the rehearsal. So for the rehearsal, I did it. Everybody did it. We had him that night. They got shaved off that evening for the next day. Did they really did they get shaved off that evening? Yes, for the actual wedding, none of us had mustaches. I swore I saw maybe it, may, it must they must have been pictures of like the the uh, the uh, night before. Yeah, because I swore I saw pictures of like Deloney and Dom. They were rocking mustaches. It looked like they're at the reception though. That's why I was curious about that. So Jack's now wife, Erin. She's actually been on the show before too. She's a wonderful, sweet girl. I absolutely <laughs> love her to death. She's way too good for Jack, so I don't know what happened there. But anyway, she, uh, her family lives there. And let me just tell you, they had a beautiful home. They're very super wealthy. And a mansion. I mean, that always helps. Like a fucking mansion, dude. I can't even, I can't even, I can't even describe it. I can't do it justice. <clears throat> a fucking mansion. And that's where the rehearsal dinner was. So we went afterwards, like swimming pool, forty acres of like wilderness. Jesus it, it, it was so nice, dude. So nice. And they had like servants like serving the whole night while you're just at their house. Like a big huge brick patio out back with fires and dude, it was something special. So that's where we were when we had the mustaches. So I could see pictures like you thinking, oh, that must be the reception. Yeah. It wasn't. The reception was the next night, and we all shaved our mustaches off. God damn. Yeah, so a lot of fun, a lot of fun, but a funny story, a funny story I want to tell. So the night after the wedding, just like we did for my wedding, you were a groomsman at my wedding, you know, after the reception ends, you have the after party, right? Yeah. The after party. Oh, yeah. And for the after party, a whole bunch of us got together, and we went to... Fegley's, the brewery of the beer we're drinking right now. 
And they had a couple bars, and in the basement there was like a real divey bar and with pool tables, and there was a lot of people already there, and then our whole wedding party came. We're already wasted out of our minds from being in an open bar wedding, and we continued to drink while we were there. So, a couple guys, one of them who you know, but I will change their names for the sake of the story. One guy will call him Dennis. The other guy will call him Jordan. So, Dennis and Jordan are there. Dennis goes into the bathroom, and there was like a one stall, close the door, lock it behind you bathroom. And he's in there for a long, long time. And this place is legit. There's like bouncers, like checking IDs, yeah. like like security guards. It's it's legit. There was a lot of people there, so they're like keep it they're keeping an eye out. Pretty soon there's a line, four or five people deep waiting to get into this bathroom. The first guy in line, I didn't recognize him if he was with our party or not, but he's gotta go. And Dennis has been in there for a long time. I don't know what Dennis is doing. And his buddy Jordan is like sitting at the table near us, waiting for him to come out. So this guy who's first in line, he's Matt. He pounds on the door, closed fist, like a, like the cops. Yeah. Like the co- boom, 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 boom. He's like, let's go, man. Loud enough that the whole place, like everybody looks over, including the security guards. So as soon as he does that, the door, the handle jiggles. And here comes Dennis stumbling out. And he's like holding onto his shirt, like be- feeling funny. He's got a funny look on his face. All of a sudden from underneath his shirt, what drops out? A roll of toilet paper. But not like the small <gasps> rolls you keep at your home. One of those giant industrial <laughs> rolls. Okay? So it hits the floor. And, and just like a movie, it rolls. And it leaves one pat of one. And it keeps going. And it keeps going. It goes under the pool table. It goes like nutmegs a couple <laughs> people standing near the bar. And it stops when it hits the main security guard in the foot. And falls over. And they're like, they point at Dennis. They're like, you, you're fucking out of here. <laughs> so Jordan, who's so drunk, and he's quite small in stature. Both both Dennis and Jordan are very small guys. Yeah. And they had quite a bit to drink. So, so they were three sheets, if you will. So Jordan gets angry. He goes, why the fuck are you throwing him out? Just make him put it back. He's just joking around. And one of the other security guards looks at him. He's like, He's like, are you guys kids? And he was meaning, like, you guys are being immature, yeah. trying to steal a toilet. You're being fucking children. But Jordan, being drunk and having a Napoleon complex, took that as, are you calling me fucking small? And he's like, it's fucked up, man. It's fucked up. <laughs> and it was just... So, like, we had to, like, step up and say, all right, guys, just leave. Leave or you're going in the back of a cop car. So... Poor Jordan and Dennis had to leave, and that was Toilet Paper Gate. But if you would have seen... Did you ever find out why he had the toilet paper? You know, I never found out why, and I'm going to see Dennis soon, and I can't wait to ask him about this. But I think it was just him being silly and stupid and immature and drunk. But when when, when it fell out of his shirt and landed on its side into an instant perfect roll. <clears throat> and I mean, it left a good 20 yards of one... It's like something toilet. you only see in the movie. It's something you see in the movie, and it just like went the perfect roll, and it hit the security guard in the foot. And when it hit him in the foot, then it tipped over. 
And I'm just like, oh my god. It was hilarious. He had to be there, but it was it was classic. So Good wedding though. Jack Deloney, Aaron Deloney. Here's to you. Congratulations. Cheers. I too went to the Stone Borough Fair. <clears throat> My first time I ever gone to that. How what'd you think? I went on a different night than you did. Um, it was empty when I went. There was hardly anybody there. And I found out later, I went like the second night it was going on. The first night, opening night, it just like poured down rain. It was like so wet and nobody went. So I went the second night. It was okay. Here's what made me mad. It was $10 to get in. Did you know that? Yeah, I knew. Like all of us. Like it was $10 for me, whatever. $10 for Kristen, my wife, whatever. But my four-year-old Eva... She had to pay $10. My two-year-old Nina, she had to pay $10. We had to pay 40 fucking dollars to get in the place. Nina, she's two years old, Adam. She's free when we go to Walt Disney World. But at the Stoneboro Fair, she's $10. I thought that was absolutely asinine. It's asinine. It's messed up. She should have been free. I think I know why she wasn't. And you just said it yourself whenever you described uh, the first night of the Stoneboro Fair. There was nobody there, but they still had to pay people. And during the week, they get their big crowds on like the weekend. That's when they get their crowds, but they're still o- open the entire week. So they have to not only make it profitable to pay the employees, they have to also have to make it profitable to rent the rides and the people that come to set it up and everything like that, pay people to set it up. They have all this money that goes into paying for all these people for like a week straight. Like you said the night that you, what night did you go? What night of the week was it you went? I believe it was Thursday. Okay. So imagine that's a Thursday. Imagine Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. It's almost dead the entire day. That's still money that you got to pay for those people to run the rides and run the concession stands and all that shit, all the, uh, cause they got, cause you got to pay the concession people and they have to order their food and everything. No, like, no, uh, you're wrong there. Um, the concession people have to pay to go to the fair. They have to pay the fair a fee to go there because they're making a shit ton of money from people buying their damn food. So I don't know how much it is, but concessions are different rides. You, you're right. You're right about rides, but concessions, they have to pay to be allowed to set up. Even there. the ones that are uh, in, like, the, you know, like, the Derby area, that stadium area, even those ones? Yeah, I think they all do. Really? I think they all, okay. I, I, I'm almost certain they are. I don't, like I said, this is my first time ever going to this fair. I'm a big fan of fairs. We go to a lot of them. It's my first time going to this one. And, uh, yeah. The rides, I did like that. And the $10 to get us in got us to ride everything for free. Yeah. Normal fairs aren't like that. Like, we also went to the Canfield Fair in Canfield, Ohio. Did you ever go to that one? No. Okay, that is a legit fair. Tons of people, so many, so much to do. It was $7 for me to get in. $7 for Kristen to get in. Eva, being four, was half price. So she was, what, three fifty. <clears throat> Nina, being two, was free. So that was okay. You got to ride unlimited rides? No. 
rides were not included. That's the thing. Well, there's where your money is. There's where your money is. There's where the money is. Now, we're not big riders, to be honest with you. Especially fair rides. I hate to sound like a smug asshole, but fair rides are kind of sketchy, man. Kind of sketchy. Now, my kids love them, so we let them do a couple... Usually when we go to Canfield Fair, they we bought enough tickets, little tickets for them to do a couple rides each. But since Stoneboro Fair was free, we let them do a little bit more. But I still don't think it was worth it. We still didn't get our money worth. Yeah, but it's like you like it's just you just said it yourself. Like, yeah, it was so much cheaper to go to the Canfield Fair, but you got to pay for all the rides once you're in. Like you got to mm-hmm. it's it's you got to pick and choose what you want. Do you want Stoneboro Fair to be cheaper and then you pay for all the rides you go on or what's the deal? Like So the food, paying for food, that was a push. The, the amount of money we spent at Canfield Fair on food, we probably spent the same amount of money at Stoneboro Fair on food. So throw <laughs> throw food cost yes. out the window. So now you're just left with the entrance fee to the Stoneboro Fair and the entrance fee for the Canfield Fair. Canfield Fair is cheaper. But we had to pay a little bit more for the couple ride tickets. But we only did a few. That's all we needed. Still, even if you add the ticket prices for the rides, it was still less than the but ten dollars. But you're not every family, though. No, we're you're not. not. So, we're like not. you're you're making you're making this you're making yourself the only statistic. And there were, yeah, like we, we only rode a few rides, so I think it should still be cheaper. But there are other people out there that have three, four year olds that do nothing but ride the rides over and over, ride that fucking dragon ride over and over and over again. Like my um. Cousin who lives with us, her name is Mila. She's a bit older than uh, Eva. She's a year she's, older? She's, no, she's a couple years. Like, she's in, I, I want to say she's in kindergarten or first grade. She's like six or seven. Is she in kindergarten six, or is she in first grade? I don't remember. She's like six or seven. Now. She's like six or seven, so she's a bit older than Eva, but she's still, you know, pretty young. But she rode tons of rides. Tons and tons of rides. So, well, there, are, I, so there are families out there that have younger kids. I get that. Kids. I get that. I'm not speaking for those families, though. I can only speak for me and my family. And for me and my family, it wasn't worth it. Maybe it is for other families. And that's all fine and well. But I'm just just telling you, for us, it wasn't worth it. I'm just telling you the reason why. That's the reasoning behind it. Like, like, I'm not saying, like, absolutely, it's probably not worth it for your family to go there and spend all that money to go there. I'm just saying the reasoning behind the price is this. I I did hear... The next night, I think it was Friday night. The Friday's night, always kicking. It was free. You could get in for free. Did know you know that? that? I don't know about that. Yeah, somebody told me that. Somebody said, oh. Cause that, was- must have, that must have been like a weird thing they were doing because my family, we've gone, not every year, but most every year we've gone there and we usually go on a Friday. Lately, the past few years, we've been going on Saturdays because my mother loves the Demolition Derby. Um, but we usually go on a Fridays and it's never been free. So. Okay. Well, I don't know if it was Friday, but I'm telling you, somebody I know, she goes to that fair every year. She lives near there. And I told her, I'm like, oh, I went this year for the first time. And, oh, it was 40 bucks for my family to get. I was bitching about it, just like I am to you. And she says, oh, you should have gone on X night, whatever it was. She's like, that's the free night. Every year they have one night during the week that's the free night. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah, you get in for free. She's like, I don't know about that. that's what she told me. I don't know about okay, that. I, I'm not going to say one way or the other. Like I could I said, be wrong. I I'm, could absolutely be wrong. I'm oh. ignorant on it. This is my first year going. But I'm just telling you, she said there's one night every year that's the free night. 
And she said, now everybody goes that night because it's freaking free. So it's mobbed. But I'm like, well, that's something. Because when well, we went, it Saturday, was busy. Saturday's fucking mobbed. Saturday's fucking mobbed. I've never seen it that busy when we went Saturday. Well, never. Well, I like fairs. They're, they bring out a certain clientele of people. That's for sure. Yeah, it does. And um, Did you write the Tilt-A-Whirl? You a Tilt-A-Whirl guy? Let you me tell you about the Tilt-A-Whirl. It's legit. I'm 34 years old, Adam. I'm an old man. And when I was young, when I was in my teens, I was a fucking ride every roller coaster, ride every ride. I was the fun guy. I was doing every ride, running back, getting back in line. That was me. Now that I'm older, like something happened with my inner ear and my equilibrium. I do those fucking spinny rides. And I turn green, man. I'm like ready to barf. I, I I'm kind of the same way. I'm yeah, ki- I'm kind of the same way. But I love the tilt war because it's like the only ride where you make your own fun with that ride, because it's depending on you with how fast that thing spins. Yeah, no way, man. It's all about momentum and gravity and how much weight you shift on one side. I love it because you know if you want to, if you want the ride to go a little bit slower, you're like, All right, we're just gonna sit here. We're not leaning to any any one side because I'm feeling a little little shifty. But if you're like, let's fucking let's hurricane this bitch up, tornado motherfucker, you can make that well, spin. This is this is a new thing for me that I can't handle the spinny rides. It just the last couple of years this has happened to me, and I feel like a total dork about it, but. Eastwood Mall, the nicer mall near where we live. Most malls are going under, but this mall appears to be thriving. I'm not real sure how they beat the system, but whatever. Kudos to them. I I read a story. It's actually not as thriving as people say it is. Keep building new shit. People, people like they're, yeah, they're, I guess from what I heard, they're spending a lot of money they don't have. Well, that's neither here nor there. They have a place there that's like an arcade and they happen to have a fucking full-size tilt-a-whirl right in the middle of it in the mall did you know this i had no idea yeah it's called like tilt studios or whatever and i was there just a couple years ago when it was relatively new and eva goes oh i want to ride that and my sister was with me oh let's do it i'm like yeah I'll fucking do it because i'm the cool guy i ride them all i got on there it was whipping around man i'm like this needs to fucking end sooner i'm gonna <laughs> barf all over myself i'm like w-, kept going around it was never stopping like when is this ride gonna end I don't know, man. I'm I'm a loser. I can't I can't do the rides anymore. It's a shame. So, you've seen the Mad Max movies, correct? I love the Mad Max movie franchise. Um, I'm trying to think. It's been a long time since I've seen the movie Mad Max, the first one. I've seen the Road Warrior. I've seen Thunderdome. And Fury Road, the newest one, that's yeah. an excellent film. Oh, that's, a, that's an amazing that's movie. A, that's such a good movie. That's the only one of the Bad Max movies I saw for the longest time. And I've been watching stuff on Amazon Prime lately. I've been, I've been delving into there, watching I some like of their Amazon catalog. I like Amazon Prime a lot, yeah. Yeah, so while like while I'm doing homework, I'm like, you know, watching whatever movie or something like that. And I saw <laughs> Mad Max was on there. I was like, okay. you know what? I haven't seen any of the Mad Max for Fury Road. I love Fury Road. Let's watch uh, the original Mad Max. See what it's like. And I watch it, and I made it about halfway through before I stopped. 
Let me tell you why. Maybe you can explain this to me. Okay. I was expecting a different caliber of movie whenever okay, I watched Mad Okay, so first of all, Mad like Max. I said, disclaimer here, I might not be able to help you because it's been such a long time since I've seen the movie, yeah, but, I, but I'll I try. I don't want to know anything specific, okay, like okay. not plot-wise or character-wise or anything like that. I was, I was expecting a different caliber of movie when I saw the movie because I saw Fury Road before I saw any of the other ones. Okay. And I'm watching the movie and I'm like, where's the post-apocalypse? This doesn't seem like post-apocalypse anything. Okay, you've got cops, first of all, Mad Max being one of the police officers. You got cops, you've got gangsters, that's fine. You've got cities that are still standing. You know, the cops were in the halls of justice or something like that. Mm -hmm. You've got lawyers. Lawyers still exist, apparently. You've got Mm -hmm. trials and courts and laws and juries and judges and all this other bullshit. You got people that are just in towns living out their day-to-day lives. You got people that are, you got fucking mailmen. You got fucking uh, people that are vendors. You got people that work in restaurants. You got people that work in bars. You got all this other shit. There was still a functioning economy, is what you're saying. Just like a functioning civilization, is what I'm saying. And I'm thinking of, when I'm watching this, like, where the fuck's the post-apocalypse? Where's the spray-painted face guy? Yeah, where's, where, like, when I saw Mad Max Fury Road, Mad Max was in this fucking cave, or he was in this fucking cave getting, like, tore up by these Where's people, the, people where that are, are the muta- white. Where are the mutated flipper people? Yeah, like, where are the Cronenberg monsters? Like, Max like, looks like, when you saw Max, it looked like he was, like, trying to survive in this desperate, post-apocalyptic mm-hmm. wasteland. There's no water anywhere. The whole point of the Fury Road was this dude, gangly lord had control of the fucking water in this area and shit mm-hmm. like that, and you can't find water anywhere. I'm like, where the fuck is the post-apocalypse? Like, where are we? We're not in the post- This is fucking ten years in the future, maybe. So I think it's still going on normal. I think it was like fresh. Like I think it was like just after what's well, like, like whatever their Mad Max's partner. Mad Max I don't mean after Mad Max's partner, they took down this gang gang guy that raped this woman. That they, they it was like he was part of like the biker gang and they rolled down this dude that had this car and there was this girl in there and they kicked the dude the shit out of the dude and he ran away and they raped the shit out of this woman and mad max rolls up on him with his partner you know they arrest the guy because there's like one guy left for some reason like everybody else took off the woman's there and they're trying to take him down like they take him in they run him into the precinct and they're like trying to create like a lot like you know uh duel out justice and a fucking lawyer comes in and he's got like this rich lawyer and he comes in and he gets him off scot-free despite the fact they know that this dude raped this woman i'm like Where's the fucking, where's the justice? This is not, like, laws shouldn't exist. That's outback justice, okay? It's like, what the fuck is, like, and here's the thing, like, his partner was so pissed off. He's like, you can't, you can't, chief, you can't let him go, blah, 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 because, you know, he did this. You can't let him go get off scot-free and blah, blah, and shit like that. And he's sitting there, like, trying to kick his ass, like, you know, trying to hold him back and stuff like that. And he, like, punches or something like that. And he's like, we're going to have your badge. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like... This is not post-apocalypse. This is today. So I'm trying to remember, it was was it was it a flash forward like before it? Did they? No, that was, that was like ha- that's the point when because I stopped his the fam- movie. His family got killed, right? Spoiler. Do you I get that far? No, no, because after after it got past the lawyer scene and mm. it went on and it went after that, I stopped it because I had to go to work and I just never picked it back up because I'm like I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I think that's what you're missing. Like this is taking place before all the shit hit the fan. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Then what's what's the point of the movie? 
The whole point of Mad Max, I, I thought, was it's in post-apocalyptic civilization and shit's You're going You're going to get there, dude. You're going to get no, there. No, I thought that was the whole point of Mad Max. It is. You didn't get very far in the film. It's like, it's like Terminator if you started before they invented robots. So it's fucking like that, then. What's the problem with that? It, it would be retarded. No, it's a good movie. It would movie. be stupid. Like, if you watched, if you watched Terminator, but there were no robots, robots, let me, let's, let's say you watch Terminator 2 Judgment Day, and that's the first of the Terminator series, but there's no robots. No robot comes back in time or anything like that. You know, you get Dyson that, in, in, you know, invents Skynet or whatever kind of bullshit. And then, like, that's the first movie is a process of him inventing Skynet. No, no Terminator shit happens, but, the, but it's a process of them building Skynet. That's what Mad Max is right now. That's what, that's what it seems like. I think you're being a little too harsh. I think you need to go back, pick up where you left off, give it a chance. It's fucking Mel Gibson. So it's it's the 80s. So it is what it is. With, I, I don't have a problem with the way it looks. It's just the story, the plot. I'm like, where's the fucking apocalypse? Where's my fucking road? Where's my fucking, you know, Mad I, Max? I, I gotta say, I think... In, in his car, in his beat-up-old junker, dealing out there. justice to people Dude, on gonna, the road. You're getting there. You're getting there. Like, a lot of the car is Road Warrior, which is the second thing is, thing is, Amazon Prime doesn't include any of the sequels. So, Road Warrior and Thunderdome are not on Prime? No. That's disappointing. Yeah, so... Is Fury Road on there? No, I don't think it is. Oh. Well, it fucking should be, because that's a great, that's an excellent film. Yeah, that's, that's one of that's the best great. films I've seen that's in years. That's a good Mad Max movie. That's some post-apocalyptic shit right there. Yeah. Yeah, you're being a little too harsh on old Gibson. No, well, first of all, at this point, can you be too harsh on Mel Gibson? At I think this he's, point, I think no. he's deserved. I think it's deserving. 1980s. It's a deserving. Now, yes, because he's an anti-Semite and he's a real big piece of shit, but 1980s? I mean, I'm sure he still was an anti-Semite, but 1980s Mel Gibson? Lethal motherfucking weapon? Hello? I don't like Lethal Weapon. You don't like Lethal Weapon? I wasn't a big fan of that. You uncultured swine. I was a diehard guy. I don't like Lethal Weapon. Diehard's okay. I feel like like that's like like the time period where you you gotta pick and choose. You can like them both. You gotta pick and choose because it's the same movie, basically. You gotta... gotta, It's it's once again one of those situations where... Two movies come out and they're basically the same movie. No, I don't know. Not the same. I don't movie. know when the first Lethal Weapon Lethal came Weapon out. Is, is Mel versus... Gibson and Danny Glover in a buddy cop? But Die Hard is one guy. It's Bruce Willis in a fucking duct system of a skyscraper. Yeah, but like blowing shit. The yeah, fuck but eventually up. Samuel Jackson joined the fray. Oh, are you talking about Die Harder or whatever it was called? It was, I think it was like Die Hard two or three. Okay, like, it, well, was, it was just like Die fuck Hard. Fuck all that shit. I'm talking about the originals. Lethal Weapon 4 was weird when they added Chris Rock and some shit, but no, I'm but talking like, about the original. Chris Rock has Rush Hour. Why do you need to be in That's not Lethal Chris. Weapon? That's Chris Tucker. That's, that's Chris not Tucker. Chris Rock. Where's Chris Tucker been, by the way? I haven't seen this dude in a good minute. I don't know. What about Fifth Element? Dude, that was great. That's a great film. That's a great yeah. fucking movie. Yeah. Dead Presidents is pretty good, too. That's Chris Tucker. Didn't see it. Oh, that. and Friday. Chris Tucker had a good career, and then it was like, gone. Yeah, like, but like, I want to know what he's doing. Though. Like, nobody just, nobody just disappears. It's not like the dude is like seventy years old, retired, and shit like that. Like, I want to know what he's got to be doing something. Anyway, yeah, I wa- I watch half of it. I don't know. I I might go back and finish it. I haven't decided it. We'll see. We will see about that. Um, 
anyway, there's some DC news. DC, there's, oh boy. What there's a they... lot of stuff happening in, in DC since What have gone. they done now, Adam? Uh, Henry Cavill is out as Superman, apparently. Oh, man. How do you feel about that? Okay, I am of the small percentage of people that liked Man of Steel. Okay. I'm of probably this because there's a lot of people that are saying, oh, there was such a shitty Superman. I didn't like Man of Steel very That's much. That's fair. Yeah. I, I liked Man of Steel because it was the most realistic looking Superman we've ever gotten. Where we looked at it from the perception of humans. Where it's like, what would Superman look like if, like if it was just to us humans? Like, all that super speed flying around, that super strength and everything like that. Like, at no point does he, like enter super speed and it gets slow motional around no they just fucking speed this wait dude second, up in the wait film a second. now man of steel that was henry cavill's yes. first he wasn't in the 2006 superman returns was no it? that was um that was the guy from the Arrowverse, right yeah he's he's the one that plays adam in uh, oh brandon routh yes yeah that was him Oh, I like him. He's really he was he's fun. I love that dude. But he was that was his but that was like a continuation of allegedly a, allegedly a continuation of one of the old movies where he like disappeared or some shit like that or whatever. I don't know. I didn't watch a lot of the old Superman movies. I watched a couple of them. Um but no, Man of Steel was Henry Cavill's first going. It was like the origin story. It was the movie that had the scene on Krypton, that badass scene with uh um What's his fucking name? Uh, Kal-El. What was the actor that played him? Shit. What are you talking about? We just said or, Cavill. Not not Cal. I mean Kal-El's dad is what I'm talking about. Like uh, Jurel. Oh, it's Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. Thank you. That, yeah. That's what I was thinking of. I knew it was Russell something. I couldn't remember his, his last name. Yeah, he played his dad. It has Superman's dad. No, it no, had, I said Russell fucking Crow. I tried to say Superman's dad's name, but it came out kal mm -hmm. And then I realized I have to revoke my geek card because that's the name of Superman. That's what I was like, so, what do you mean? Yeah. But no, um, that was the, that was a movie that gave us that badass scene at the beginning on Krypton. With, oh, yeah, with yeah, yeah. fucking Russell Crowe and shit like that. I like that, that scene. That was really fucking cool. But... I'm of the nature of I enjoyed the first Man of Steel and I thought Henry Cavill was a good Superman. I thought he was a pretty good Superman. Um, so I to say I'm disappointed is a stretch because I didn't even watch Justice League. Oh, I did. I didn't even watch that. I did. Yeah. Um, uh, so and I, I have the option to watch it. I just keep putting it off because I'm like. It's a long fucking movie, and they haven't. The DC movies have not been good so far, besides Wonder Woman. So, do I really want to subject myself to like a three-hour-long just slog through the mud? I don't know. So, so all right, all right. My opinion on it. We've talked. We've talked about this before. I'm gonna a little, re, little bit of a rehash so people can understand my point of view. I did not like Man of Steel, but I did like Man of Steel more than I liked. Batman v Superman. I thought Batman v Superman was trash. It that wasn't movie, good. That movie wasn't good. sucked. And I had I had high expectations because I really like Ben Affleck. Give it give it the props it deserves though. It gave us the best iteration of Batman we've ever seen. That was the best. Like the scene with Batman when he goes to rescue Superman's mom. That was the most Batman we've ever seen. Batman. Be honest. I. I in, think about think about that scene for a minute. Just think about the scene for a minute when he goes to rescue. It's uh, the Superman most Hulk. okay. Yes and no. 
it's the most graphic-y novel, if that's a word. Graphic-y novel-y. It's the most graphic-y novel-y version of Batman we've ever had in a film. But me, Adam, you know me. I'm Give me fucking campy. Give me fucking Marvel in my face, singing 80s music, blasting lasers, everybody go home holding hands at the end, sans Thanos. But other than that, everything, that's what I want. I want the campiest. I want comic booky. That's what I want. And that's what you get. Despite the fact that Marvel... With Michael fucking Keaton. That's Michael Keaton. That's my Batman. Despite the fact that Marvel comics in in and of themselves aren't like that, really. They're not campy. They're like... They're very much comic book. They are the darker of the two comic universes. You've got X-Men that's basically all about like racism, like an allegory for racism and everything like that. And Tony Stark in his comic books, he was a drunk suicidal maniac. The MCU, there are some... There are some parts I'm not like I'm talking that. about the MCU, I'm talking about the comic books. Themselves. I'm talking about the movies, Adam. I'm talking about the MCU as a movie franchise is more comic booky than DC tries to be all fucking serious and all fucking dark. You know they do. Yeah. They try to take themselves way too fucking serious. And in my point of view, keep that shit. I don't, because, I don't fucking want well, that shit. Here's the thing. I if want you think comic about, books. If you think of, but if you think about, like, you love... The cartoons growing up. Did you ever watch the Justice League cartoons from like Cartoon Network or the Batman from the 90s and Superman from the 90s and everything like mm-hmm. that? All those shows are serious. The only campiness you get out of those shows are the Flash's comic relief. Everybody else is serious in those shows. I didn't still really care good. for those shows. I really didn't the, original, care. the 90s Batman? 90s Batman cartoon? That was all yeah, serious all the time. It was serious all the time. But it, I, I didn't like it more than like the... The fucking 70s and 80s Super Friends, you know, the the Legion of Doom in the, the swamp of the bayou in New Orleans. That fucking, I love that shit. And that's terrible. But I love it. Come on. I love that. That version of the Justice League is what I want. I want a villain and a hero to hit each other and say pow on the screen. And I want them, to, then, then after the pow, they're like somehow knocked out and they stand there with, in the superhero pose. That's what I want. I want fucking that. I don't want... I don't want Batman talking like this all the time. It's, it's, it's not It's not. They don't me. even do that in MCU, though. The pow, pow and everything like that, all that nonsense. Like they don't even, They're not that campy. They're not, but come on. Guardians of the Galaxy is fucking out there, dude. And yeah. I love it. I love it. There's just so much weird shit. You want shit. quippy, not campy. Quippy, okay. That's what you want, quippy. Call, call it what you want, and I love that. When it, you don't but, get that, But DC. the thing is, like, when in when in DC's anything besides The Flash has anybody ever been quippy in any history? Michael of- Keaton's Batman, which I absolutely was love. Was not quippy at all. What are you talking about? He was uber serious. Uber serious. Michael Keaton's Batman, Batman himself was uber serious. His Bruce Wayne was insane. He literally was, insane. He was a little bit insane, but he wasn't yes. quippy. There was no quips about him. He, I don't even think you ever saw that fucker smile in any of those movies. Yes, what are you, you talking There's about? There's a meme out there. There's a motherfucking meme out there of Michael Keaton's Batman smiling. I don't remember when it happened in the film, but it yeah, must, maybe after Joker fell off the fucking roof. It must have at some point because it exists. I've seen documentation of this. I'm just saying there. He was not quippy in the slightest. Listen, I I, I'm I love and I love Michael Keaton and I love those Batman movies, but I'm just saying he wasn't quippy in the least. I'm just you asked a question and I love Ben Affleck. I am a Ben Affleck apologetic, but I 
will tell you that Michael Keaton is my Batman, and he will always be my Batman. In fairness to Ben Affleck's Batman, I'm going to defend his Batman here for a second, okay? In fairness, you have to remember, in Batman v Superman, his Batman was designed to be old man Batman. Designed to be Old Man Batman after Robin was killed by the Joker, after all these things have happened, decades of being the Batman and being beaten down. If you remember any iteration of Old Man Batman Mm -hmm. in the comics or the cartoons, he was always dark and didn't give a fuck. But those were graphic novels, and that's what I'm saying. It's good. If you're taking it from that standpoint... If you're taking it as a graphic novel... Because nobody gives a shit about Batman outside the graphic novels when we're talking comic books. When we're talking comic books... I like the comics, but I'm probably on the minority on that. He is literally the Dark Knight. That's his name, the Dark Knight. That series, that saga. No, but he's called the Dark Knight outside that series, too. He's called the Dark Knight in comic books, too. He's called the Dark Knight in TV shows, too. I don't think he was ever called the Dark Knight as Michael Keaton. No, he wasn't. I don't think so. And that's what I love. But he still was the Dark Knight. He still was. I know that. But I'm telling you, I'm answering your question. That's what I love. And that's okay. It's okay for me to like that. I, now, let me finish my thought here, because I'm trying to defend Affleck at a point here. I liked the Justice League. You need to watch it. I liked it more than Man of Steel, and I liked it more than Batman v Superman. Because it was a little bit more comic booky. Like, the villain, uh, 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 name escapes me, Steppenwolf? Yeah. He was like your classic comic book villain. There was no substance to him. He was just, I'm here to fucking fuck shit up, and that's what I'm going to do. Yeah, but... Because I'm a villain. Okay, we There's watched... nothing behind that but me to fuck shit fuck up. You because, I love it! Fuck you, because we watched uh, Infinity War. How much substance was behind Thanos? And a everybody lot. loved it! A lot of everybody substance. Everybody loved it. Everybody loved the substance, because... Everybody, his, the, one of the biggest credits it gets was you took a villain who originally you thought he was just an evil person out to do evil things, and it turns out he was a complicated fucking character, and maybe he's not as evil as people say is. What he did was bad, but he's not actually as evil. We're not going to go down people, this rabbit hole, are we? No, we're not going to go. But was Thanos wrong? No, we're not going to do it. We're not going to do it. But I do have a thought about that for a second. But oh, I do have a thought. But what I'm saying is, like, you're, you're saying, like, there was no substance to this other dude. He was just a bad guy, blah, blah. But how much credit does Marvel get because they made Thanos have substance? They made him have substance. They made him a character. Steppenwolf had no substance. That's, and Thanos did. Yes. And they get credit for giving the substance. I get that. I think that's how it should be. But me, personally, I love that. I, I love a mindless automaton who's here to do A, B, and C. And that's all I care about. Now, heroes, stop Did you love Age of Ultron? Because that's what Ultron was, a mindless automaton. I kind of fucking did. And I've told you on this show before that I think Ultron should come back. I think we need more from him. I think you said, said if I remember remember correctly, you said... I want Ultron to come back because they did not do him justice in his movie. Did say that's that. what you said. I did say that, but there, but 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 nothing. There was potential there to do so much more. That's all I'm going to say. But I still liked Age of Ultron, and a lot of people don't. And I did. I liked it. I thought it was fun, and I thought Justice League was fun. And I shit on DC. I shit all over DC. Wonder Woman was good, but I said Wonder Woman's good. Wonder Woman was a good war movie. It's not a superhero movie. Oh, it kind of is a superhero movie. I mean, it absolutely is, but it wasn't your classic superhero movie. Why don't I like uh, Deadpool? 
Because it's not your average. Everybody fucking. It's the quippiest of quippy movies out there. What do you. That is the quippiest of the comic book movies to exist. It's a farce, Adam. It's literally, a farce. literally. Oh, now that's a farce. Shut the fuck up about that Listen, shit. No, people jack off so much to Deadpool. I don't. I can't walk down the street. You see mustaches. I see people in motherfucking Deadpool shirts all the time. First of all, the Get love a job, of fanboy. Get a job. The love of Deadpool was way before those movies. Way before the first movie come out, Deadpool was loved, and everybody said. Deadpool should have a movie because we love him. Because we love the comic bookiness of Deadpool. He's a violent character, but he is the most comic book character of any comic book character. You have to admit, there's so many duffs out there that are wearing Deadpool shit, loving Deadpool, that did not know who he fucking was yes, and I'm before the Ryan Reynolds I'm one movie. of them. I did not... I knew of Deadpool, but I didn't read any comic books about Deadpool. The first real contact of Deadpool that I had was the Ryan Reynolds film. Was the Ryan Reynolds film. And Me it was because it was Me great. Too. Because it was great. Because it was great. And who gives a shit? Who gives shit if that's that you're you're talking about people that are jumping on the bandwagon when it's good? Like, shut up, Scott, because how many people jumped on fucking Iron Man's dick? How many com- how many Iron Man comic books did you read before the first movie came out? Shut up. Did you read I read it? a few Iron Man's. I, I did read Were Iron you a big Man. fan of Iron Man before? No, no. No, so shut the fuck up. Although the 90s cartoon was fucking fire. Shut the, up. The 90s no. Iron Man cartoon was fucking balls. No, shut up. You're, you're, you jump on the bandwagon and everything too. You don't, you're, you like, you, we both like comic books. Mm-hmm. Neither one of us go out and buy comic books and read comic books all the time. We don't, we don't do that. Technically, we jump on the fucking bandwagon, too. How many Guardians of the fucking Galaxy comic books did you read? Zero. Exactly. And then when the movie came out, you never jumped fucking... on the fucking bandwagon I just like these people. I had never... Guardians of the Galaxy is a great example by you. Because not only had I not read a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book before the film came out, but I saw the trailer for the movie. I had no fucking idea who they were. Yeah. And I'm not a super comic book geek. But I dabbled as a kid. And I had no fucking clue who they were. I'm like, is that a fucking raccoon? Yeah. Like, I had no idea. I'm like, that looks so stupid. And people were like, oh, it's a real obscure comic. It was. It didn't run for very long. It wasn't super popular. I'm curious to see what Marvel's going to do with this, or Disney's going to do with this. And what did they do? They knocked it out of the fucking park. That movie's great. James yeah. Gunn's a fucking genius for that film. I love yeah. it. It's great, but like you jumped, so you jumped I on the Guardians bandwagon. Hundred percent, hundred percent. So you can't, you can't. You'd be, you'd be hard pressed you, to find a true Guardians fan. You can't talk shit then about people jumping on the Deadpool bandwagon. They saw the fucking movie and they liked it. Who gives a shit? They saw the movie, they liked it. Who cares? They jumped on the fucking bandwagon. Deadpool is literally everything you ask for in a comic book movie is Deadpool. Literally is Deadpool. That is the campiest of all. I never asked for movies. dick and fart jokes every second. You get a lot of dick and fart jokes in that movie because it's fucking Ryan Reynolds. What do you think he's else? What else do you think he's gonna do? If I I could watch fucking Family Guy if I wanted to hear that kind of stuff. But it, it, it gave you what you wanted though. It gave you what you wanted. You wanted the quippy, the quippiest of quippy movies. That's what you get. So therefore, DC can't go full Deadpool. They can't go full quippy because you're just gonna get that kind of shit. It may not be dick and fart jokes, but it's going to be that, that. I want I want Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in in X two X fucking two from the nineties from the early aughts. That's what I want. I that want, wasn't comic booky though. 
I want... That was super serious. All the X-Men movies were no, super serious. No, it wasn't. The superpowers aspect All of it... All the X-Men movies were... The stories were so fucking serious. Never in a million never years... Never were they ever quippy. Never. It could never, ever happen. It is, you know, it is an escape to a, a world that is not like ours. There aren't mutants. There aren't superheroes. There's not fucking people flying around in the goddamn sky bouncing bullets off the chest either. No, that's what I'm saying. Yes. That's superhero films in general. Yes. You know, here's something I want to say. Our very good friend, friend of the show, Pat Lackey, he told me what, what what's a what's a, a very popular movie franchise that I love to shit all over that I hate. Indiana Jones. I love Indiana Jones. I thought you. I thought. Wait. Entire rephrase fr- the question. The entire what, franchise. Oh. Um, what is a movie franchise? There's several films. They're all extremely popular. I hate every one of them. I shit all over them. I think they suck. Oh, I don't remember. It starts with an F and ends with Ask the Furious. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. I fucking hate the Fast yeah. and the Furious films. I hate them, I hate them, I hate them. But I love the MCU. I love the Marvel movies. And Patrick Lackey says to me, he's like, you know they're like the same movie. I said, you shut your dirty whore mouth. He goes, no. Not wrong. <laughs> he goes, he goes it, 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 it caters to a certain group of people. There's people out there who like fucking car movies and they like that mindless action. And those are the people who like the fucking movie Fast and the Furious. He's like, Scott, it's okay. You don't have to like it, but they're allowed to like it. He's like the same thing for comic books. You like it. I get that. And you're allowed to like it, but not everybody fucking does. He's like, there's a lot of people who aren't into comic books. So they don't give two shits about Disney and the MCU. He's like, so why are you shitting all over the Fast and the Furious all the damn time when you're doing the same fucking thing for comic book movies? I didn't know what to say. He was right. <laughs> <laughs> you hate the fact that DC's so uber fucking serious. What is DC's probably most successful movie the Dark series? Knight. Yes. The most the most serious. Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises. The most yeah. serious, and they were so fucking successful. The Christian Bale, Christopher Nolan yes. trilogy. They were so yes. goddamn ridiculously successful. What the fuck do you think DC's gonna do? Do you think they're gonna make a fucking uh, Adam West Batman next? I love the Adam West Batman. I love the Adam I love West the Batman. Ad- I love, yes. But you know what? It had its time. You couldn't do that today. You couldn't do that today. That's why we have shows like The Tick and things like that. Yeah, the Tick's pretty good. Yeah, and that's where that's where that belongs. The Tick and the MCU is where the quippy, sarcastic comic books belong. DC belongs to the uber serious people that that are like we like superheroes, but we kind of like our superheroes a little more realistic. If you want, if you want unrealistic superheroes. Go to the MCU, which is what I want. Exactly. If you none wa- of it's realistic, at and all. if none you want, it. if you want superheroes with a more realistic story, you go to fucking DC. The Watchmen is a great fucking movie. I like the. It's Watchmen. a great That's fucking DC, movie, right? Yeah, I, no, it's not. It's not DC. It's not. It exists. Ugh, fuck. It. What's? It's one of those like random third comic book companies okay. or some shit like that. Um, but The Watchmen is a great fucking movie. I love movie. The Watchmen. It's getting a Netflix serious series, right? all the fucking time. It's getting a Netflix series. I heard. Yes, it is, yes. but it's not like I guess it's supposed to be like after the Watchmen. So like it's, it's not. It's, right. it's it's. I think it's like after the Watchmen kind of kind of series or some shit like that. It's not. From what I heard, it's not supposed to be taking place like during the high points of the Watchmen as superheroes kind of thing. 
So I like The Watchmen a lot. Yes, and is the most it is the most serious of movies. I would never you would never let one of your daughters watch The Watchmen. Absolutely not, but it's amazing. So serious, it is a comic book movie that took superheroes and put them in realistic storylines, and they did it well. It can be done well. It's just a matter of the fact that DC the DC movies aren't failing because they're so fucking serious. They're failing because they're trying to force everything to move super fast. They're not doing what MCU did and take their time, movie by movie, introduce characters, plot, development, all that climax, solution, all that other bullshit and stories. They're not doing that. They're like, hey, we did fucking Man of Steel. That was a good introduction for Superman in the fucking uh, DC uh, universe. And then they're like, hey, we're going to do Batman v Superman. And we're going to introduce all the Justice League and Batman and security footage. It's like, oh... That was a bad idea. And then third movie in their entire thing is like, hey, you guys like the Avengers? The Justice League is coming. Well, it took us like, what, 10 years to get to the Avengers? So maybe take your time. No? Okay, you're going to do just like fine. Well, they had to catch up. Marvel they was so far ahead. They didn't have to catch up. They, they didn't have to catch up. They could have done what Marvel did and just waited. You don't... If MCU is so fucking good and Avengers are so amazing, you don't take Justice League to compete with Avengers. What you do is you wait, you bide your time, make your movies that are good stories, introduce your characters, and then when the last fucking Infinity War movie's made and everybody's like, oh my god, that was so amazing, I'm ready for another superior team-up, I don't know how long they're going to be, they'll be like, we got Justice League coming, guys! That's what you do. So Henry Cavill is out. And I heard it was a mutual thing. Yes. Both he wanted to end it and the studio wanted to end it. And I'm trying to figure out, like, they just introduced the the Justice League. It's a thing. I don't know how well it did in the box office. I don't think it did super well. But like I said, I enjoyed the movie. I did. I liked it. I want more. And they left it on a cliffhanger. They did an after credits. They did an after credits where you see... Everybody does an after credits now. The Legion of Doom is going to be a thing. Yeah. You see you see Lex Luthor, and you see Deathstroke, and you see them, oh, we're going to do a thing. And like, okay. And uh, um, what's his name? Steppenwolf is paving the way for... Uh, um, I know you're talking... Uh, the fuck? It's not a DC guy here. Help Thanos me. copycat. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like Superman's big baddie. The one that, like, the only guy that could, like, take on Superman in a fist fight. Fucking, um. Uh, Darkseid. Darkseid. That's what it was. Good work, kid. I knew, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue. Darkseid is gonna be coming. You're gonna see the Legion of Doom coming. And now you're not going to have your actor who's already been introduced as Superman? Well, they, well, they were already going to lose Ben Affleck as Batman. They were going to lose him. Well, I've heard I've heard that might not happen now. I've heard both things. I've heard, yes, he's going to leave. Then I heard, yes, he's going to stay. Then I heard he's going to leave again. He's been having some, like, he's been in that rehab and stuff. Yeah, so I don't, I don't know. I didn't even know he was, like, a big drug user. <coughs> had, had no idea. So I don't know how they're going to continue it. I want, I want to see more Justice League. I want to see Darkseid. I want to see the Legion of Doom. I want to see what happens here. I do. So I hope... Oh, there was a speculation, and people got mad about this. Michael B. Jordan could take over for Superman. I read that article. What do you think about that? Michael B. Jordan is an amazing actor. Yes, he is. I love Michael B. Jordan so much. Everything he's done, I, I really I really enjoy it. 
it begs the question, should an actor who is of another ethnicity play the main character of somebody who is clearly not that ethnicity? I don't care at all. But you do care if... Uh, but you, I guarantee you would care if a character was whitewashed. I do. Yes. So what's the difference then? Because if, if you have if you have somebody who if you have a character in a in a big franchise and clearly the character let's say let's say the character is an Asian person you know from like maybe a book or a comic book that person is supposed to be Asian but a white person plays it everybody gets up in arms and rightfully so because an Asian person should be able to play the character there has been zero iteration in any comic book that Superman has ever been of African American ethnicity. Why shouldn't people get upset that, hey, you know, Superman's always been white. If you're going to have somebody who plays Clark Kent Kal-El Superman, like, shouldn't he be white? Versus if you're going to have Michael B. Jordan play a Superman character, shouldn't he play like another Kryptonian instead of Superman? I don't think race matters when it comes to that. But it does whenever it has to do with, like, whitewashing. What's the difference? But whitewashing... If, if, if what, what bothers me about whitewashing is... Superman's a fucking alien, okay? Race doesn't fucking matter on Krypton. It's a free, he's a freaking alien to begin with. It should be, well, he has two arms and two legs and he, he's humanoid. Like, like yeah, why, is, why is he fucking yeah, humanoid? And the kung fu person in the Jackie Chan film is just a human. Why does it matter if he's white or the black two, or Asian? I know. The two why does it matter? The two examples. You know why it matters? It matters because, uh, it matters because people get up in arms about you know, uh, making sure that the story's straight as long as it's, like, not a white person main character. Because because the, the whitewashing... The two examples that are big is Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai. Yes. And should've Matt been, Damon in The Great Wall. Should have been Asian roles to now, be those leaders, now, to be the lead characters. I, I thought both of those movies sucked. <clears throat> yes. As far as The Last Samurai, I guess it's based off of a legend in general where there was a white dude... And Tom Cruise played him, but the way he was portrayed in the film, and the way that the the Japanese people were portrayed, it it, it was just not good. As for the movie The Great Wall, that flaming pile of shit that that movie was, yeah, they brought Matt Damon in, a white dude, and they wrote him like, no, it was it was bad. They they could have had an Asian person, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Did you ever yeah. see that flip? Uh, They're all Asians. Yeah, I saw. I didn't see the whole thing on through, but I saw most. They're of all it. Asians. It's, yes. kung, it's a great kung fu yes, movie. It's a great kung fu movie. Like that—that's what you want. That's, yes, that's amazing. That's what you want. Don't whitewash it. There's no need to whitewash it if you're going to be setting a movie in feudal Japan and or China during this time period. There weren't white people there, Adam. It's not historically accurate. There weren't. So that's why when you put white people in, when it doesn't make sense historically, that's when people get mad. As far as there being a black alien from another planet, or a white alien, or a green alien, it doesn't fucking matter. Because he's a fucking alien. It's not a Here's historical the thing, event. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing, though. If Superman, from the beginning, had been portrayed as black, from the beginning, <laughs> had been... Pre- in all comic books and all cartoons, Superman had been a black character, and all of a sudden they decided to get a white person to play the movie. You would be sitting on this podcast saying there should be a black person playing it because Superman's always been black. Like, why are the why is the white guy got to take? Why is the white guy got to do this? I guarantee you'd be saying that. Yes or no? I would, but here. Yes, the, you would. But it wouldn't have happened. It's not a thing. No, 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 no. It's not a thing. 
Because think about it. Superman would not have been as popular. That's why I said if. When did Superman come out? Like it, Just because just because it wouldn't have happened doesn't change the we scenario. Are, the United States of America is fucking racist, Adam. It, if you would have made Superman is, black, the white people wouldn't have bought the comic book. White people wouldn't have watched the movies. That's not the point. History, you're missing the fucking point of the scenario. What I'm saying is, if it had been that... If it had been that, and if it had been famous, and if it had succeeded, and if the character had been black, and every single iteration, and they changed the character to a white guy playing it, you would be up in arms saying, there shouldn't be a white guy playing my Superman. If, if, if. There's a lot of ifs. Why aren't unicorns real? All they fucking are is a horse with a horn. Okay, look at a fucking giraffe. That is a crazy fucking creature, but that's okay because that's a real thing. But unicorns you're are so bad shit the, you crazy. You are not willing to unicorns have this debate with me. Unicorns are a fucking horse you're, you're with not, a horn on their head. You're not willing. Why to have is this, that so crazy for everybody? You're not willing to have this debate with me because you don't have a defense. You don't have a defense for why it might be hypocritical for you to say that. Here's what I, I here's what here's what I'm going to say, Scott, in response to your unicorn comment. You're a re- man of religion. God exists to you. Why the fuck does God let all the bad things happen in America? It's a great question. Exactly. It's a great question. Some people would say, I don't necessarily know if this was me, me. It's all part of God's plan. Everything happens for a reason. That's what you hear from people of faith all the time. If there had been any past iteration of Superman as as a different color, I wouldn't I wouldn't really have a problem with it. Or if he was playing a different Krypton, I would not have that big of a problem. It'd be like, would you care? If they rebooted Indiana Jones and picked a different actor to play him, when that was that was not just like right now. Like, sure, let's say, I, I want them to do that. And they I, rebooted I love it, Harrison and Ford, but brand, he's too old. And there's a brand new actor. Sure, they need to do it. They're going to do it, from what I've heard. Okay, now based on history and the time period that Indiana Jones played it, uh, do you think it would be believable if it was a black actor that played Indiana Jones? Were there a lot of black professors of colleges that existed in Indy's time? Uh, historically black colleges, I'm sure, in the, in the South. You sure about that? Yeah. Historically black colleges in the South? Yes, I'm sure of that. Okay. But you act like there's no black people in the Indiana Jones franchise. Uh, Captain, what's his name, who, who drives the vessel in, uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark? What a great character. What a great fucking guy. I killed him. Yeah, didn't have leave a, the woman with me. Didn't have a degree in archaeology and uh, taught at a uh, illustrious university. Are they? Are they, saying, pl- are they? Are they playing? Here's what I'm saying. Is Idris Elba going to be the next Indiana Jones? Because I would love it. Here's what I'm saying. I love Michael B. Jordan. I think he's a fantastic actor. I wouldn't. I think it would be interesting to see him play as Superman. I'd like. I think it'd be an interesting take on the character. I don't hate the people that say that he shouldn't be Superman. I don't have a problem with people saying that they wouldn't want him as Superman. I don't even have a problem with people saying they don't want him as Superman because Superman's white. I really don't even have a problem with that, to be honest with you. So, like, if Lou Gossett Jr. played Superman in the 80s instead of Christopher Reeves... I don't know who Lou Gossett Jr. is. Oh, come on. He's a black actor. I don't know who okay. the fuck he is. Give, so, me, give me a role that he's been in. Maybe I okay. know it. So uh, just, just hypothetically here. It would not have been popular because we're racists. We are. And it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had the popularity that a Superman would have. 
In today's day and age, it's a different time. It's a different time. That's why I would be okay with Michael B. Jordan. They made Spider-Man black, but they didn't do it by making Peter Parker black. They created a new character and gave him the role of Spider-Man. They they did it with uh, with the Green Lantern. Hal Jordan was white, and then John Edwards was black. Yes. Two different Green so Lanterns. So therefore, based on those two examples, we can make Superman black, but we can't make Kal-El black. Or Clark Kent, based on those examples. I think they can do whatever they want. It's fucking... Well, yeah, they can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, obviously. I don't, yeah. What but I'm they saying, have to worry about ratings. What I'm, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But you know what I'm saying? I do, but I, I just think... I wish Michael B. Jordan would save the fucking DC Universe. I really wish he would. First of all, he would be just like... Uh, um, uh, he'd be just like Captain America. He would have played in a DC property and a Marvel property. Um, yeah, he did that, right? Yeah. He played. He played in the Captain America. He played in the uh, DC. No, he was Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, I was thinking of Fantastic but, Four. But either Michael way, B. Jordan way. was in for Fantastic Four. Yes. Either way, either way. Though that thought aside, I really wish. I wish they would bring Michael B. Jordan over there. Michael to B. Jordan save the fucking universe. Michael B. Jordan couldn't save a Fantastic Four film. So are you? Are you gonna get? Are you gonna get Johnny Storm, Michael B. Jordan? Or are you going to get Killmonger, Michael Fucking B. Jordan? Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan. Okay, well then that's okay. Everyone would be fine with that. Did you ever hear the story about uh, the girl that broke a retainer when she saw Michael B. Jordan? You yeah, talked about it on the show. Did I? Yes. I, I don't, it was so long ago, I don't remember. It was a funny story. I would have broke my dude, retainer, too. Dude, I would have had a retainer. fucking retainer, too. You guys are freaking Greek Is God. there anybody you would go gay for? <laughs> Tune in next week to find the answer. All right, so, yeah, send us an email uh, for your distraction at gmail.com. Let us know what, if you're a guy, what guy, or if you're a girl, what girl would you go gay for? Let us know, the actor or actress or famous person. Is Curious it, to know. Is it easier for a woman to go gay than a guy to go gay? Like, women, like, have soft skin, and they've got soft lips, and they tend to be, like, better looking than guys. Women. <laughs> So, so much better looking than guys. I th- yeah, I think like that's they're the ridiculously better looking as. But I mean, is that like going through like a woman's mind? Just too? think about a penis. A it's penis like, is it's like horrible. It's like an alien tentacle. It's but fucking it is. awful. It's like, like a- yeah. But like boobs. Think about boobs for a second. They're they're great, right? Yeah. They're great. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I mean. Anyway. Anyway, hey, how can, how can the guys get a hold of us here? Email us for distraction at gmail.com. Check us out on our social media page. Uh, search for distraction on Facebook at podcast FYD on Twitter. Like us, follow us, share us with your friends. The only way we're going to grow is if you guys help us grow. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, we're also on iTunes. If you're on iTunes, we're on SoundCloud as well. Search for distraction. Um, we would also like to thank the beer of the show, Scott. Yeah. The Fegley's brew works hop regime. Beer of the show. What's the uh, alcohol content of this thing? 8%. 8%. That's not bad. That's not bad at all. Season 2, Adam. Season 2. We're We're here. Are we going to make a promise that we're going to try to go so long without skipping a week? Yes. Can we do that? Yes. Hold us to that, then. Hold us to it.